Connesty, how are ye? Welcome to the Candle of Tales podcast. This month we are telling stories based on superstitions and Samhain because we're coming up to Ihahauna, Halloween. And this story and the other stories in the series, we're going to discuss them in a special episode that goes out on Halloween itself, the 31st of October. Keep an eye out for that. We are also back doing live gigs. It's been so long. We've missed them so much. We're going to be playing in Whelan's, in the Slane Distillery, in Navin Fort. Uh, all of the details are on our website. Please check them out. We will be pairing up with a wonderful musical act called Tau. And you can find out about that on candlelittales.ie. This podcast is brought to you by our wonderful patrons. You can join them on patreon.com forward slash candlelittales uh, in supporting the podcast if you would like to. But thank you very much for listening. If all you have is your attention, then we are very grateful for that as well. This story is a story that is unlike many of our stories. Because it really definitely happened and went in some newspapers. We usually tell deep and mythical truths rather than factual truths. And I think this story is one where Aaron is blending mystery and magic and superstition and fact and horror and reality. So Aaron, tell us the story of Bridget Cleary. Bridget Cleary. The newspapers ran with it. The whole world ran with it. Gross ignorance amongst the Irish peasantry. The Southern Echo, England, July 11th, 1895. Darkest Ireland. The Anderson Intelligence or South Carolina, July 10th, 1895. Which burning case? Glasgow Herald, July 5th, 1895. Reports showing how savage the Irish were. And how foolish. Witch burning. They all mentioned the witch. But they all had it wrong. She wasn't a witch at all. Bridget Cleary was a fairy. Mother walked. She went off on those long walks to the black thorns with the wild look in her eyes. I recognised that look in her. This dressmaker made my wife those seven years younger and seven's one of their numbers, isn't it? Eggs. Always selling eggs, she was. Dresses she made and sold at a far higher price than those eggs. But she'd go. And she'd go in only in bursts then, taking a fancy with frills and a new colour or trim then. And the darkness would set in again and she'd go quiet come autumn. She'd walk plenty though. 
que sous le mort. Always up with those hens, then, yeah. There's no wonder she got cold. So she said. She, with the pale face, dead eyes. She didn't I see her with the cows and they following her, the white heads of them and their black bodies nodding up and down towards her as if on a spell. Kalina Ishtuk, strange girl. She went out again after two. Dr. Crean said nothing of that smell of drink of him. Wouldn't trust that. Bronchitis or damage in the tubes that lungs, he said. Inflammation. Hmm. The big words. Talking down to me. Misk. Give us medicine in a little bottle. Left the bottle on the floor. Go drip. 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 Medicine pouring out, leaking onto the floor. It's olive. Not like the potion Gainey gave me, no, that concoction of herbs and milk to be drunk down or forced down as it went. In full. <laughs> Not half of it went down. The old knowledge. He took one look at her and he said, That's not your wife in there. It is a changeling. My own Bridget. Stolen away. Even in her black days. At times. It was bad. This was different. She was strange. Nadine is she. The good folk. It was them left behind their unwanted one. Poor exchange. This dumb and quiet lifeless thing no life in her eyes can see it could see it said she'd caught a cold the night she went down to Gallagrana left waiting outside that's why she was so late odd look on her though shoulder or moan walking too slow and the dead look on her, Kellagrana, Kellagrana, Kellagrana. Hardly a coincidence, but it wasn't me put that thought in my head. No, it wasn't me, I only thought it after. It was odd though, to be out in Kellagrana by the fairy fort, says Ganey. To be waiting there, of all places be something to it. Then he said it, but I'd feared the truth of it. And Nadine is she, a changeling, to her father, Patrick Boland. Well, him and the cousins too, brothers and neighbours, all gathered round, they knew it. And that bitch Joanna Burke conspiring against me at the end, colluding, wanting me to go down over this and they wanted me to go over and over and over it again and again the way they did how she'd been sick 
when she'd gone on the tenth, and by the Friday the thirteenth, we'd all come down to the house to get her answer out of her once and for all. Three times she'd have to say it, you see, three times her name, three times then she'd have to bite the bread with the bit of sugar. It's too sweet for Nadine she, you see, the bit of jam. I'd spent all week up at the Bolands, heard tale of more than I'd bargained for. Then it's gainy always with the tale, telling me all sorts, filling me head. We all believed it, everyone. She wasn't the same when she came back, sure. That wasn't my bridge, it isn't my bridge, wasn't my bridge. She, it was a changeling. It, it replaced her. She'd be replaced, she would. Potion on the floor. Force fed it to her. She couldn't swallow it. Or the third bite. And she could only say her name twice. Not three, only twice. Didn't count. I knew it then, when she'd refused. I stripped it, knelt on its chest and poured lamp oil over it and set it alight. Seemed to be wild in the eye, deranged, especially while we were going at her and then the flame took her. It wasn't her, it was... Looked and sounded like our Bridget, but it was one of them the good folk, one of the hill folk. We all wanted Bridget back. That wasn't Bridget. It was the only way. She'd be up and out that chimney. Laura, Bridget, her child looked on cold and disgusted. The body took time to burn. The ringing in my ears lingered with the stench of the flesh. The English court, Amadons, manslaughter, they said, because they didn't mean to kill her. They said I was trying to kill a witch, but I killed no witch and no wife of mine either. It was a changeling, and they meant to kill it too. Kill it, dead. Are you Bridget Boland? the wife of Michael Cleary in the name of God. Are you Bridget Boland, the wife of Michael Cleary in the name of God? Are you Bridget Boland, the wife of Michael Cleary in the name of God? Michael Cleary was sentenced to 20 years penal servitude. After being released, he went to England and then on to Canada. Witnesses from court stated that Michael seemed to show remorse for the murder of Bridget Cleary.
This podcast was produced and edited by Oshin Ryan and Rory O'Shea. You can find out more about us on our website, candlelittales.ie. And we're on all social medias, so like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Candlelittales or send us a message or get onto our mailing list. For more videos and live streams, like and subscribe to our Candlelit Tales YouTube channel, which now has a Candlelit Tales for Kids playlist. Hashtag Tales. Liking and subscribing to our channel really helps us grow and get to more people. And if you're able to give us more direct support, you can chip in a few bob at patreon.com forward slash candlelittales or make a one-time donation through the PayPal button on our website. We also do really like to hear back from you with your questions and requests. So please feel free to contact us directly or leave your question in the comment section below. Because what we really want to do is get these stories out there. Share them with as many people as possible. So anything you can do to help, we really appreciate. And we really appreciate you listening. Gurmila Magar.